Hi guys and welcome to the Living Deeply Stories podcast. I'm your host Meryl Parker and today I'm going to talk about the Writers Festival and feeling envious there over the weekend and how I handled it. So on the weekend I went to the Perth Writers Festival held this year in the beautiful grounds of Fremantle Arts Centre. I have been going to this annual event since 2011 at least and have discovered many amazing authors and books there. I love listening to the conversations about the different topics, books and the writing process. This year I went to the business of writing for four hours on Friday evening and then from 10am to 3pm on the Saturday. I watched an interview with Pip Williams, author of The Dictionary of Lost Words, a fictional tale based on true events about all the women's words that were left out of the Oxford Dictionary when it was first created. And one with Michelle de Cresta, two-time winner of the Miles Franklin Award. She was talking about her new book, Scary Monsters, which contains two fictional stories of immigrants. As she spoke of the one about a Southeast Asian Australian woman in her 20s who is living in Montpellier and makes friends with many North Africans teaching English, I thought, are you actually writing about me? because I had a very similar experience. The only difference was, well, one of the differences was that she was writing about it in 1981 and my experience was in 2005. So I bought the book and I'm curious to read about how it was for her. Another interview was with Christoph Tsiotklas or don't know how to pronounce his name, a writer from Melbourne who is famous for The Slap, which is a novel about a slap that is a parent gives to someone who is not their child at a backyard barbecue and this leads to a series or, or a series of incidents and it became a series here on SBS which was hugely popular. He was talking about his new novel Seven and a Half which is about the creative process and writing during lockdown. In fact he was overseas with his partner. They had planned this big trip driving around Scotland when the lockdown started and so he had to come home and so rather than feeling bitter he decided to go to this place where he had spent some years or some holidays in his childhood by the sea and so this novel Seven and a Half is based on this or inspired by this. And so, of course, I bought that one too because I love to read about the creative process and writing. And he named it Seven and a Half because he loved this. He's a big movie fan as well, cinema. 
and he loved this. Um, there's a movie called Eight and a Half by Fellini, the Italian director, who is trying to make a movie and keeps on getting input from other people. I think that's what he said. So he named it Seven and a Half as homage to Fellini and his movie about making a movie. I also went to a session on flash fiction, which is very short stories. And I bought the book, which is called Twice Not Shy. So there is a new company in publishing company in Perth in Netherlands called Night Parrot Press, which are publishing these stories, flash fiction. And I would love to read you one of them. No, I won't because I haven't prepared. <laughs> I haven't got it, so I won't read it right now. But maybe I'll read it to you another time because it's amazing. I love, I love this. I bought the book, Twice Not Shy, 100 Short Short Stories, and it is all Perth writers, 60 short, no, 100 short stories, 60 writers. So, yeah, it's, um, I'll, I'll maybe read it to you another time. So, I, on the Sunday, I went to a session on Car Crash, a memoir, which is written by a young man from Queensland who survived the accident that killed three of his best mates and put two in comas. So, yeah, that was not only something that is just so hard to wrap your head around, but he he spoke about, yeah, the, the culture of masculinity in Queensland sport, you know, West Australia in general, and um, and how that's changed as well through the writing of the book and just over time where we speak more about mental health. In any case, it was the whole weekend was sunny. There were delicious crepes and cakes, and I learned some helpful and interesting things, and I felt nourished by it all. But somewhere in there, between these sessions on Saturday, I felt this pang of envy in my gut. Envy is a feeling of discontented or resentful longing aroused by someone else's possessions, qualities or luck. Yes. Envy can be quite subtle. And if we are not in tune with our bodies and emotions, we may not even be aware that we are feeling it. Instead, we may criticise, pick fault, judge or just turn away and ignore. Tell ourselves it's not meant for us. So we might hate it. The thing that we desire instead of running towards it, the feeling of envy. Once upon a time, 
I might have not even put myself in the situation to, to avoid feeling the envy. But now I welcome it because I know how to handle it. So what do I do when faced with envy or any other uncomfortable emotion? Well, first, I recognize it. Because even if I can't name the emotion, I can feel where it is in my body. And I go more into this in the Empower Guide, which I will leave a link to in the show notes. Step two, I forgive and release the person and myself. So just say it quietly, I forgive and release you, I forgive and release myself, or in my mind, or I write it down. If the emotion feels very big, I even do emotional freedom technique or EFT, or otherwise called tapping for it, which you can Google because that's a very simple but also powerful technique to unlock the amygdala, which puts us in that flight or flight, fight or flight mode, freeze or, what is it, free, fight or flight, faint or freeze, yes. But we can just say, I forgive and release this person, I forgive and release myself, and I go free. And then number three is to get clear on why I feel this way. What is the belief behind it? Is it true? How do I know it's true? Can something else be true? Are there any examples? Then if there are examples and if something else can be true, then it's not ultimately true. So what would be better to believe? And that's it. For example, if I'm envious of this writer, then it means that I believe it's not meant for me too. Rather than just not me not being as far as he or she is on the path. Instead, I can choose to believe that it's happening for me too. Today when I came back to my desk and worked on my own book, there was not a speck of envy in sight. When we are busy creating our own, we don't have time to feel envious. But it is good, as I've said, to put ourselves in situations where we do feel emotions, even if it's social media. Not all the time, but sometimes. If I find myself feeling envy as I scroll, I'll go back and like that post. It's a process of voting for the future we are creating. So I hope you have enjoyed listening to my story about the Writers' Festival, what I enjoyed and also what I did when I felt envious. And I also have to say that if, you, if you're really going through hard times, then it's good to also, what I do in that situation is just take myself out totally, like I'll take myself offline for three weeks, could be longer, but three weeks seems to be a good amount of time for me, 
and then I'll just work on myself and just living focusing on the good things that are in my life so that I can you know get back to this happy more stable place and be able to then go out into the world and enjoy the things like looking online in moderation and going to writers festivals or listening to stories from people who perhaps have the thing that I want like in the past it was you know, having a baby even, I had to, all my friends have kids or most of them, so I had to take myself even out of that situation and just focus on myself and what is good in my own life till I felt emotionally ready to to interact better. Or even getting, um, going to see a psychologist actually um, helped me in the past when I was really down. So that I would all recommend as well. But this is just for your everyday feelings of envy that you come across and other emotions. So I hope that's helped and please I would love it if you subscribed, if you enjoyed this podcast. I'm bringing out Living Deeply stories once a week and if you subscribe then you'll know when it's a new episode is out. and. If you have a minute, I would so love it if you left me a quick review or and a and a five star rating or whatever rating you want to give me in um, yeah just on Apple or wherever you find this podcast. I think if you scroll down, you can just find it easily and do it in a minute. So thanks so much. I'm Morel Parker and I hope you have enjoyed this. Lots of love to you and wishing you a wonderful week. Bye for now.